I love Christmas. I love the Christmas season. I love putting up Mary and Joseph and uh, letting them shine to, to the neighbors and the people who come by. And uh, we usually get our tree down by Easter, at least, uh, you know, by or we don't take it down, we vacuum it up, uh, really. So if you see these decorations say it for a long time, you're getting tired of them, take them down, because I probably won't. They'll just stay here. I, I study by the tree uh, this whole season. When the tree goes up, that's where I want to be. I want to be just sitting at just uh, a peaceful place for me. So that's who I am. So listen to this. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was over the face of the deep. This is before he started to create. So there was darkness. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters, and God said, first thing, what was that first thing out of his mouth? Let there be light. So light is created. Darkness existed before. Darkness is the absence of light. If you open a closet door, the darkness doesn't invade the light. The light is aggressive. Light goes in to that dark place. It's just natural. So if you are lights, you just carry it with you. And you're always invading the darkness by your very presence. God said, let there be light, and there was light. And God saw that the light was good. And God, what did he do? He separated the light from the darkness. And God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So there's a separation right in the first verses between light and darkness. And Paul said, 2 Corinthians 6, what fellowship does light have with darkness? So there's a, a huge difference between light and darkness. So you get to chapter 3, and you've got a serpent a crafty serpent. So he's a snake. He, he is uh, flat on the ground. What was he before he was a snake? He was Lucifer. He was the light bearer. Listen to this. How you are fallen from heaven, O Day star. Now that word day star, if you're reading the King James, it would say Lucifer. Lucifer is the day, the morning star. Venus is the morning star. You can't see it at night, but you can see it in the morning. It literally, Venus is Lucifer. Oh, day star. He was the brightest. Son of dawn. How you are cut down to the Ground. First time we see him, he's, he's on the ground. 
You who laid the nations low, you said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven above the stars of God. I will set my throne on high. How stupid can you get? I will sit on the Mount of Assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. He wanted to be God. And he, his spirit, he himself will invade the Antichrist. He will be demon-possessed, and he will say this very thing. And the world will be so duped that they will sing the song, Who is like the beast? Who is like him? This man, this lawless man, this man who throws out laws. People can do their own thing. People will say, Who who is like him? No, no one is like him. He's so, he's so wonderful. Oh, we just love, love the beast. So if you have Bibles, turn to or smartphones, turn to 1 John where John says two things about God. He makes two statements. And what are those two statements? God is, what does he say? Two things. God is love, and God is, did you say love? Okay, he said God is love. And then what did he say? God is Light. Those two things are the proclamations of John in his first letter. And he starts out by saying, he's among us. We can touch him. We, we saw him. The life was made manifest. We have seen it and testify and proclaim to you the eternal life. It was the, with the Father. The gospel of John. No, it's the first John. First John? First John, yeah. Was made manifest to us. That which we have seen and heard, we proclaim to you so that you may have fellowship. Now, you're going to see that word four times in these verses, that you may have fellowship. Fellowship is literally the Greek word koinonia. It means oneness. It means sharing. It means things in common. So that you may have fellowship with us, and our fellowship is with the Father, and we are writing this that our joy may be complete. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaim to you that, say it, God is light. So he's going to say in chapter 4, God is love. So he's making these two proclamations that God is light. And then he's going to invite us to walk into the light and in the light. We walk toward the light, and the darkness gets darker. Satan, his realm is, according to Ephesians 6.12, this present darkness. He rules in the dark. So I want you to close your eyes for a moment. I'm going to close my eyes, too. Just to keep them closed for a while and think about this. The world was dark, and then God said, let there be light. At the end of time, those who don't belong to the Father, who have not been 
redeemed by the lamb, by his blood, are cast into what? It doesn't say just darkness. It says outer, the darkest of darkness. People say, well, I'd rather be in hell with my friends. You won't be with anybody. You'll be in outer darkness. For three days, Egypt had total darkness. They could do nothing. It paralyzed the nation for three days. They couldn't eat. They couldn't. They couldn't look around. They're afraid they're going to kill themselves. Think of the, the terror of utter, outer darkness. Okay, open your eyes. In John 1, he says, God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. And then there are three, three statements of, of people who are trying to stay in the darkness. Now, why would we stay in the darkness? Why would we want the darkness over light? Why would we sometimes prefer darkness to light? We're hiding, aren't we? Hide, dark, dark places are easier. You know, if you're playing hide-and-go-seek, you want to find a dark place. You go in the closet. We play hide-and-go-seek a lot around here because we got a lot of kids, little kids, and so we play hide-and-go-seek. And you don't find a place in the light. You find darkness because there you can hide. So if I want to hide, I will look for darkness. And so look at verse 6, 8, and 10. They all start the same way. If we say, if we say, so this person is struggling because he or she is not wanting to be out in the open. If we say we have fellowship, remember, sharing of our life with him while we walk in darkness, we're lying. We're just lying. We're liars. And we do not practice the truth. Look at verse 8. If we say, look at verse 10. If we say. So there is something within us that may want to go into the darkness. Have you ever gone to a movie in the daytime? And then you come outside, <laughs> your eyes are adjusted to the dark, and it's uncomfortable for a while. I mean, it's brighter than bright. It's really bright because you, you want to go back inside. You want to go in the dark. The light is really light. And if I want the darkness, I'm going to find the light oppressive. Verse 7, but if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we get two things that Satan will say you don't get. Satan will say you don't want to be in the light. You don't want to go in the light because they'll shame you. Because then they'll tell you what you're really like. They'll tell you your sins. They'll show you. And they'll make you feel terrible. And you won't have any connections with people because they'll push you away. You want to stay in the darkness. It's safe. It's better to hide. It's better to keep yourself. It's better not to tell people. 
your problems. It's better not to reveal what, what's really happening with you because they're going to shame you. And John says, if we walk in the light, what do we get? Fellowship and forgiveness. We get two things that we really need. We get connections with other people. When Andrew entered into, just before the new year, a few years ago, he shared something that, uh, he was just vulnerable with his siblings about how he wasn't a good elder brother and he wanted to be better and he wanted to enter in the year, uh, new year. And so he, he, he was moving toward that and he was willing to be weak. He was willing to be vulnerable. And I thought, what a good thing. Two weeks later, Gabriel wrote an email to him and said the same thing. And he, Andrew didn't expect that to happen. I didn't either. Gabriel wouldn't have done it had Andrew not done it. I'll guarantee you. But because Andrew was willing to be weak and to walk in the light, it encouraged others. And you know that's true when you hear somebody give a prayer. It's just so, so weak, so open, so vulnerable. If you feel like, okay, I can pray now. I can walk in the light. It's a wonderful thing. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship and we have forgiveness. So walking in the light doesn't mean walking in perfection because we get forgiven. It means walking open and broken, vulnerable. What did Jesus call the Pharisees? Brood of Vikings? Vipers. Yeah, Viking? Vipers. Yes, vipers. Yeah. And, and he called them uh, hypocrites. And literally, that word means, it's a positive word. In Greek, it's a positive word for an actor. A person who acts. They have big masks. They have real thick masks, the Greeks. And, and they put these masks on. And, and then they played their part with that mask on their face. So they were playing a different part than who they really were. And they were actors. And so Jesus said, that's what you are. You're not playing your, playing your own part. You're acting. You're acting something other than who you really are. And if we want to be in the dark, we're acting. We want to we we pretend that things are better than they really are. But if we walk in the light, it's so wonderful. We, we ditch Satan, which is a good thing, because he can only be in the dark. He can only lie. He cannot tell the truth. He, he's not only the, a liar, but he is what? The father of lies. So he invents them. He brings them forth. He's a liar, and he's the father of lies, and we ditch him that we get fellowship and forgiveness. And verse 8, now, if we say, what are we doing? There's some defensiveness here. If we say we have no sin, we deceive. Who do we deceive? Ourselves. Satan uses, has four weapons 
intimidation to bring fear, accusation to bring shame, temptation to lead us into sin, and deception. Deception is by far the most common one in the Bible. Deception. To lure us away, to fool us. We de- and now we're deceiving ourselves, and the truth is not in us. And that's a bad place to be, because what does truth do? It says it's free. So if we're, if we're leaving lies, it, it's, it's uh, putting us in darkness, and it's, it's uh, bringing us into slavery. But if we confess our sins. Now, I'm going to ask you a question. Don't answer it quickly. Who do we confess to? Don't answer it. Just think about it. In your heart, you're thinking, well, of course, we, we confess to God. But that doesn't say. The context is having fellowship with one another. It's walking in the light with one another. And in another passage, in James, <coughs> it says, confess your faults to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. So the context of this passage suggests, not the only way, but it suggests if we walk in the light, we're, we're, we're sharing with one another, and if we confess our sins, we acknowledge, of course, before God, but the context suggests that we do that before one another. So Karen and I do some of that together. I have a brother that I confess with regularly, and his name is? Gary Gilbertson. He's a very close brother, and we walk in the light together. And it helps me. I'm very grateful to have a brother that I can stand with that prays for me, and I pray for him, and we walk in the light. And if there are things that we're struggling about, I may share it with Karen, I'll I'll for sure share it with Gary because then we stand together and we pray for one another. If we confess our sins, what do we experience? We experience the faithfulness of God to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You'd think we'd be done there, but there's still something within us. If we, there's one more. If we say we have not sinned, then then it gets more serious. We're calling God a liar. So understanding there is something within us that resists the light, right? There's something within us that resists the light. So we want to be in this new year just walking in the light as much as we can. Whatever we can do to walk in the light, however we can do it, being with one another, really helps me. It encourages me to hear your experiences. Even your struggles, it encourages me because I know that I, I can pray and you can pray for me and I can struggle. And, and where you're winning, where you're, where you're coming against the darkness, where you're witnessing for him, it encourages me. It helps me to be stronger. 
So I want us to walk in the light together into this new year. And what I'd like you to do, uh, I wanted to preach a little shorter today because everybody gets one of these pieces of paper. And can you help me, Andrew? And everybody gets a pen. Hey, what's this guy's name? Jason. Okay, good. Hi, Jason. Good to see you. Can you help me out? Everybody gets a pen. So what I want you to do is to just spend a moment thinking about uh, where we're headed. And uh, I'm just going gonna, gonna to pray, pray here and close out the sermon portion of it. Father, I thank you that you are light. There's no darkness in you. And that you can help us to walk in the light in this new year and to, to stay in the light. We don't want to be in the darkness. We don't want to be uh, encouraged by Satan, but the prince of this present darkness. Uh, we want to stay in the light with you and uh, give us strong marriages, those of us who are married. Give us strong sisters, strong brothers that can help us to walk in the light and to stay in the light. And so I bless you, brothers and sisters, that in, in 2020, whatever happens, that you will walk in the light and that you will stay in the light with him who is the light. Amen. So I'm going to take some time, and you're, we're all going to take some time, just to, whatever time you need. we got pens and pencils here for everybody who needs them. Yeah. Anybody need a pen? No, but I left a uh, question. Is that walk too tender? Can I walk in the light with <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Whom can I want? Yes. 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 Yeah, let's try it. Want and walk. Way to be weak and put a typo in it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was purposeful. Of course it was. And we may or may not share these, not necessarily. So uh, you can be honest because you you're, you're not going to be held accountable from me. But I uh, just encourage you to be bold.
writing if you're writing, that's okay. No, um, Here. We know something about their difficulty. 